Good morning. Today is Thursday, the 29th of February in the year 2024. Welcome to the morning devotions for the Anglican Diocese of the Bahamas and the Turks and Caicos Islands. My name is Marie Roach Hepburn. I am the rector of St. Jude Parish, Smith's Point, Grand Bahama. Let us pray. O God, whose glory it is always to have mercy, be generous to all who have gone astray from your ways and bring them again with penitent hearts and steadfast faith to embrace and hold fast the unchangeable truth of your word, Jesus Christ, your Son, who with you and the Holy Spirit lives and reigns one God forever and ever. Amen. Today I take my text and our morning devotions from Psalm 1, the appointed psalm for the Eucharist for today. And I want to focus on verse 3, verses 1 through 3 and verse 6. And it reads as follows, taken from the Good News Bible. Happy are those who do not follow the advice of the wicked, or take the path that sinners tread, or sit in the seat of scoffers. But their delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law they meditate day and night. They are like trees planted by streams of water, which yield their fruit in its season, and their leaves do not wither. In all they do, they prosper. Verse 6. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. God has blessed humankind with free will. He has given us the freedom to make our own choices, to walk our own path, to choose our own way. Psalm 1 is a fitting introduction to the Psalter in that it summarizes the two ways open to mankind, the way of the righteous and the way of the wicked. The way means one's own whole manner of life, including what directs it and what it produces. The psalm describes the blessed man who leads an untarnished and prosperous life in accord with the word of the Lord, that is the righteous, and contrasts him with the ungodly who shall perish, the wicked. Sisters and brothers in Christ, we have a choice to make. Which way will we go? The way of the righteous or the way of the wicked? Now it may seem an easy choice, and many believe that they have already made the choice and they've already chosen. But when we look more closely at what is called for and what is included in each way, things are not as clear cut as we would have thought. Let me ask you a few questions based on the way of the righteous in Psalm 1 and the way of the wicked. The first question is this, who do you go to for advice? Who do you seek out when you have a decision to make. Who do you listen to and follow when you find yourself in some trial or tribulation or trouble? Do you heed the bad advice who tell, that tell you to, retal to retaliate? The advice that says an eye for an eye, uh, they did it to you, so go ahead and do it to them. Or the one that says anyone that begins with, boy, if I was you, I would. Be careful, my sisters and brothers. This is the way of the wicked. The second question I pose to you is, what path do you take when presented with options? Are you influenced by the ungodly 
For example, do you tell the boss that you have a doctor's appointment in Miami or Fort Lauderdale? But you really don't. But you just want to take time off to go shopping because everybody else does it. Or let me ask you this. Do you not put in your tithes or support church events because you are upset with the priest or the church or the leader of the organization? Or do you tell a lie rather than tell the truth and, or, and, and face the consequences? If you follow the wrong counsel, then you will stand with the wrong companions and finally sit with the wrong crowd. That, my brothers and sisters, is the way of the unrighteous, the wicked. The third question is this. Do you sit in the seat of scoffers? That is, do you join in and gossip? Do you always join in conversations that are negative and critical and never positive and uplifting? Or do you share posts via WhatsApp or Facebook or Instagram or TikTok that spread gossip or misinformation or deride people or the church or maligns another's character. Whenever you hear or begin a conversation with, child, you hear this, or child, you see that, be careful. You may be sitting in the seat of scoffers when you join in on these conversations. That is the way of the wicked. Choices, the way of the righteous or the way of the wicked. So how do we choose the way of the righteous? Someone tells us that the righteous, the, tells us of the righteous that their delight is in the law of the Lord and on his law they meditate day and night. They are like trees planted by streams of water which yield their fruit in its season and their leaves do not wither and all that they do, they prosper. Verses two and three. So the way of the righteous is that they take delight in the law of the Lord. And where do we find the law of the Lord? We find it in his word, the scriptures, the Bible. The psalmist says that the righteous meditate on the word day and night. And meditate, meditate in the Hebrew means to mutter or to read in an undertone. God's word is in their mouth, Joshua 1.8. If we speak to the Lord about the word, the word will speak to us about the Lord. This is what is meant by abiding in the word, 1 John 2, 14 and 24. The way we treat the Bible is the way we treat Jesus Christ. For the Bible is his word to us. The Lord speaks to the righteous through his word. And they take the verses that the Lord speaks into their heart and meditate on them throughout the day. Meditating on the word night and day doesn't mean that we are reading our Bibles all day, but it means that when we read our Bibles, even if it's only for a few minutes, we listen to what God is saying to us in those moments and take those words and plant them in our hearts. And throughout the day, we ponder upon them. We repeat them on our lips and we, so they, 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 they take root into our hearts. Words like where the promise is that Jesus God will never leave us nor forsake us. Words like, no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Words like, I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Words like, I am your provider, I am your healer. Words that tells us that we can do all things through him who strengthens us. These are the words that we ponder on day and night. Words that encourage us. 
So take time before you start to read your Bible to ask God to speak to you through the scripture. Ask him to open his scripture to our spiritual ears, to his word, so that we can hear him speak into our hearts a word that will change our lives. When we read the Bible to know his way so that we may seek to do his will and walk in his way, that is the way of the righteous. The second way the psalmist says about the righteous is that they are like trees planted by streams of water. These trees are planted close to the source of nourishment. The most important part of a tree is the hidden root system that draws up water and nourishment. The most important part of a Christian's life is the spiritual root system that draws on the hidden resources we have in Christ. Colossians 2.7 says that we are rooted and built up in him. The righteous stay close to God. They stay in the word, the life-giving water. If you are going through a dry spell in your Christian walk, then turn to Jesus through the scriptures. Because Jesus said, those who drink of the water I will give them will never be thirsty. The water that I will give will become in them a spring of water gushing up to eternal life. John 4.14 And he also says, Let anyone who is thirsty come to me, and let the one who believes in me drink. As the scripture has said, Out of the believer's heart shall flow rivers of living water. John chapter 7, verses 37 through 38. Trees that are far from the water source may wither and die. But the Christian, the righteous, who remain close to the source of nourishment, the word, the life-giving water, Jesus, will stay fresh, green, and fruitful. Those are the promises. These are the rewards of those who choose the way of the righteous that they will yield fruit in its season, and that in all they do, they will prosper. The psalmist ends verse six, in verse six by saying, for the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. Sisters and brothers, be warned. The way of the wicked is doomed because there is coming a day of judgment. And the Lord, the righteous judge, will separate the wheat from the tares, the sheep from the goat. He will separate the unbeliever from the believer. And no unbeliever will be able to stand in the assembly of the righteous. So sisters and brothers in Christ, I conclude the way I began. You have a choice to make. Which way will you go? There are two ways. The ways of the righteous or the way of the wicked. The choice is yours. Will you say yes to God's will and walk in his way? Or do you choose the way of the wicked? I pray that we will all reflect on our lives, that we will do a spiritual audit this Lenten season and ask ourselves and, and genuinely answer, truthfully answer, am I walking in the way of the righteous or am I walking in the way of the wicked? I pray that we will all choose to walk in the way of the righteous from this day on and forevermore. Amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the gift of your holy word. 
We thank you, Heavenly Father, that through the scriptures, Lord, you give us life-giving water. Through the scriptures, Lord, you give us a word that can be implanted in our hearts, a word that will change our lives. We thank you for the gift of your holy word. We pray that it may be a lantern to our feet, a light to our paths, and a strength to our lives. Take us and use us to love and serve all persons in you, in the power of the Holy Spirit, and in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. If this has been a blessing to you, I pray that you will share it with others. Have a blessed day. Amen.